0: Welcome to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. You have to help others. You have to pay it forward. I've learned all these things in life, and I've become such a positive person and come out on top of so many hard things in my life, and I can't just keep that for myself.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of On Target Living I'm so excited to have the pleasure to interview my good friend Kane Sanchez today on our podcast. We're talking about positivity and COVID and life and all things kind of uplifting. I think some of us need a little hope right now. We need to talk about you know, how we can be more resilient when we are faced with these tough times. But I met Kane over five years ago when we were both working... At an organic retail store here in Chicago. And we connected immediately. Kane has this contagious energy about him and is truly one of the most positive and hopeful people I know, even amongst, you know, these crazy times. We we continue to meet and kind of help to lift each other up. And so, Kane, if you can tell the listeners just a little bit about you and you know what what they should know about you, kind of your your story.
0: I think um, what people should know about me is I'm just a regular guy from Chicago (laughs) grew up in Chicago and um, I'm married happily married with two beautiful kids and just one of the biggest things that I think people should know is I'm very um, I don't know I mean I'm I'm always trying to be positive about things, even though we're going through some tough times right now. But I mean, that's basically it. I don't know what, what I. I got, know, I got, and I got you're so, so many say, things. But.
1: It's so funny because you're so many things, and we talk about it all the time. That you know, you were an entrepreneur from an early age, and um, yeah, you're a dad, you're a husband, um, and I just I, I love that, and so. When we talk about kind of right now and these uncertain times, you know, I thought today having you here would be a breath of fresh air, um, just so we can talk about how people can kind of overcome some difficult hardships. Um, I think sometimes when we think about resiliency, it's really the capacity to recover quickly from difficulty. So it's kind yeah. of a toughness. And I think that's something that we all are trying to have right now. Um So just talk about, I know you've had some experiences in your life that have made you more resilient. Yes. Now, talk about maybe a couple things that you've overcome. Maybe it's in your childhood or it's been recently. I know um, COVID's really changed a lot of people's world right now. So how can you kind of relate to this?
0: Yeah, so this is a, a perfect example of like, Sometimes we're going through a hard time in our lives, you know, like COVID right now, a lot of people are going through some hardships and I could easily not feel like it's hard for me because I I have a way of overcoming hardships very easy because my background, let me start from the, from the beginning. I went through a very hard time growing up, you know, Uh, a broken home, parents were divorced, um, I learned to overcome so many things in my past and now with COVID-19, it doesn't affect me as much because I'm always looking at it in a positive way, you know, but if you want me to really go into detail, is that what you want?
1: Yeah, tell the listeners. I think what's refreshing about you and I know like your positivity, but also your realness and your rawness. And so yeah, I mean, just I know when we talk in person, we just have kind of these casual conversations. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your life and just how you've kind of came on top. I think even with COVID right now, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I can't wait to get back to normal. And it's like, what if we can get back to better? You know, what if we don't want to get back to where we were, but we can be better because of some of the things we face? So, yeah, I mean, share with us, you know, whatever you think would help the listeners, you know, if they are going through tough times, you know, how they can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times um, when we're going through something hard, it's easy to get down. But what I bring to the table is that, When you're going through a hard time, something good is going to come out of it. So basically, the way I do things is, so I grew up um, in a broken home. You know, my parents got divorced when I was around eight years old. And um, things were very hard because my dad kind of went his own way. My mom had to raise three children on her own, and she had to take on two jobs to be able to do that. So we didn't have. Um, guidance. We didn't have, um, no, no one in our house, you know, to, to raise us. So it was tough for me growing up. And then about the age of 13, 14, my mom meets a guy. She marries this man. It turns out that this man was an alcoholic, used drugs. Um, we went through a very hard time growing up. And, um, as far as to, I went through such a hard time that I, I attempted suicide when I was a young kid, because I was going through a very hard time. And um, luckily, by the grace of God, I survived. And what that taught me, all those things that I went through is um, that there was something good that was going to come out of all that. So I learned so many things. So now that I'm a husband, now that I'm a father, now I, I used all, all those bad things to show me how to do better for my kids, do better for my family, do better for myself. And many things that I dealt with growing up has helped me become a better father and, and stuff. So going, using my background to what's going on now with COVID, with everything that's going in this world, you know, a lot of times we look at the hard stuff. Like when I was growing up, and you know, some people might be going through something very difficult, where they might even be thinking like me to end their lives. And um, honestly, this moment right now, it's gonna be something that positivity is gonna come out of. You know, there's gotta be something. You gotta find something in these times that are that you can use or that could show you something one day that's gonna help you, or you're gonna realize, wow, you know, this was actually a good thing. No, to me, I look at hard times as a good thing because they're lessons learned, you know, hard times in my job, hard times in my business. It's teaching me something that I'm gonna need to use for the future. So right now with COVID, Many people may be going through some very tough times, you know, may lose a family member. I just had a friend who lost their father and their grandfather to COVID. And it's a very tough time, you know, for them, but something good can come out of this. And that's how I reflect with my life, you know, something good is gonna come out. So I want the listeners, I hope the listeners could understand that they may be going through a hard time, and I could understand hard times are very tough to go through, but something good can come out of it.
1: So, how would you tell people? You know, if they are going through tough times, what are some examples that they can do? For you, did you have a support system? Did you did you have a friend? Did you just feel like you had gotten to such a low place that there was on- the only way to go was up? What would you tell someone?
0: Yeah, um, to me. I turned to God, you know, I'm going to be frank and honest right now. It's a time where we really can't be talking about religion or politics, you know, to people. But honestly, for me, I turned to God. I started seeking out people that that had faith in God. And because when I try to commit suicide, I feel like God spoke to me in that moment and told me that everything I was going through was going to have a, a purpose in my life. So I turned to to people that knew God and I I started going to church and I started like hearing messages from God through people that were involved in the church. And then I started going to groups. I started going to retreats that could help me overcome this. So I think people should seek people Mm -hmm. that are going through the same things that they're going through. I'm not saying to seek God or to seek a certain religion. What I'm saying is seek people that could help them. You know, I think that a lot of people run from therapy if they're going through a very hard time. I think you should seek a professional if you're really going through something. Because life is so beautiful. That's one thing that I've discovered. Life is so beautiful. And you shouldn't think that it's going to be forever like this. And you shouldn't think that to get to the point that I got to to end your life because every problem could be resolved. There's people out in the world that you could find that could help you, give you advice to overcome what you're going through, you you know, like, I may not ever have gone through a divorce, but if you're going through a divorce and you want to, you need help, find people that have overcome that, you know, so I'm not saying go to church. I'm not telling you what to do, but I am telling you find people like find go to friends, ask for help like me. And you you know, we have a, such a great friendship because we talk about very similar things, you know, and you uplift me. I maybe I uplift you <laughs> in ways, I think you should always surround yourself with people and, and positive thinking people and friendly people that could. And a lot of times we're afraid to open up. We're afraid to open up to people because what they might say. And that's why I'm here, you know, and I'm not afraid to talk about my battles with suicide or my rough upbringing because I know it may help somebody. And for me, it's I'm not afraid to open up because opening up is helping me in a way, you know, it's exactly. giving purpose to what I already went through in life. You know, if I could help somebody going through what I've been through. That's amazing. That makes me realize that what I heard God tell me that day that there's there's a reason for what I'm going through. It makes it, you know, real for me. So it's. It, I just think that people should seek people. If you're going through a very tough time, find a friend, find a therapist, find someone that you could talk to, and and take their advice. You know, don't just try to. One thing that me and my cousin we're talking about yesterday, don't just try to let people tell you what you want to hear. You know, you might hear someone tell you, well, you're not doing this right, you know, and and take their advice, you know, to heart and, and do what they're saying to come out on top of, of the problem. You know, like, you know, like sometimes when I was younger, I started looking to not deal with my pains by drinking. You know, I was young. I was, you know, I started to drink. And if you're looking for advice and someone's telling you, you know, alcohol is not the way to go, you know, you don't want to like be like, no, I don't want to talk to that person because I want to continue, you know, to drink. No, you want to stop that. There's people that are giving you the right advice. And as hard as it is, to take in, you have to listen to it to come out on top of the the problem. So I think.
1: Yeah. So basically just, yeah, whatever that is, find support. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about a lot with when it comes to movement exercise, that is a form of therapy. You know, it washes the brain. We know that the gut brain connection is real. And so if we're moving, if we're taking care of ourselves, then we can be more resilient to these things. But I think Yes, you have to have those people in your life. You have to have that support. And, you know, I think that's a good point that you said is this isn't going to be forever. Feelings aren't forever, right? And that's what makes us human is when we feel these certain things, we want to feel. We don't want to just mask that feeling. But I think if we know it's not forever, we know COVID is not forever. It's uncertain right now. We don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know when things are going to get back to how they used to be. But I think just having, hope and knowing that you know it it can't last forever we as humans are very adaptable and resilient and we'll kind of we'll figure out a way to to get over this so i think yes. those are all good points
0: yeah yeah i totally agree I, I really like this is why i think our friendship has blossomed so much is because i really really like the way you think about you know about feelings and you know and and and, and the mind, the way it's you know it, it works, you know. You've often told me that the body is such a beautiful thing that it heals itself, you know. And so could the the mind, you know. The way you you think, you know. If you think positive, you could come out on top. If you seem negative, you could just keep bringing yourself down. And that's why I've, you've been a part of my life because you're a person that could see. When I was growing up, you don't. I don't meet people that, you know, that way, you know, that, that talk to you about that. We we were surrounded by same people, same mentality, people with the same mentality, you know, and, and problems. You know, you surround yourself with those type of people and people have to know, like, you know, like right now, I think that, you know, like you said, things are uncertain. Some people's finances are really getting, you know. Burdened by this, you know, mine a little bit, you know, but we got to keep thinking, you know, it's, it's, there's, you know, we're going yeah. to come out on top of this. You well, know.
1: and when you were saying how there's good, there's always good things that come, can come out of these difficult times. I know you've talked about a lot of good stuff that has come out of COVID. But so just tell our listeners a little bit of some things you've seen in your own world, some positivities, some, some things that. You know, have kind of sprung because of COVID in these times. I know you talk about you just being closer with your wife. So, what are some things that you would yeah. just kind of share with the listeners?
0: Yeah, I think that was a. Uh, I think COVID when we were, we were at a shutdown and we we couldn't go out as much. You know, with our loved ones, you know, our family and our friends. I think that me and my wife and my kids were locked in our house more. So we got a lot closer to each other. You know, I, I was able, my wife was, um, her company shut down for two weeks and those two weeks we were able to spend so much time together, you know? And, um, I had, we had real good times, but I also want people to know, you know, that we, like every couple had issues you know and this was the time that we took advantage to resolve those issues you know to talk more and to spend more time together i think that me and my kids and my wife we got closer because of covid and um i like to hope that everybody in the world are able to do that but also i think that people that haven't been able to spend time with certain loved ones, you know, are, under, are understanding or are seeing how important those people are in their lives. And when, I, you know, when this is all over, we we'll want to spend a lot more time with each other. And I think that's one of the things that I really love. I really love spending time with my friends and my family. And um, I think that this is making you realize who's more important to your life and who you want to spend more time with when this is all over, you know. But I always um, see the positive things in in, in things and um, I think honestly to me this has been very good because I got to spend more time with my wife and my kids and I'm getting so much more closer with my wife so I hope many others are experiencing the same thing, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just allowed to slow down a little bit. There's no rush. I, you know, living in Chicago, I feel like my weekends were always jam packed with plans. You know, we're running around here and there. I have a one and a half year old at home. And so running around with a kid to this appointment or to meet this person, it was a lot. And I felt just very free not having any plans. I mean, my agenda, my calendar was completely blank for, you know, two months. And there's something very, You know rejuvenating about that so i think if we can kind of slow down we can get off our devices we can start to prioritize what's important i mean things that used to work me up and get me stressed out don't even matter anymore yeah you know because there's so many other things to worry about so i think just taking a step back being mindful i also know that you know we start to appreciate things more like you were going to the gym a lot. You had a great yeah. routine before COVID happened, and yeah. then you couldn't. And now you really appreciate the gym. Yeah. Now you're back at it. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think that um, you start appreciating so much more things. You know, the simple things. I mean, I've always been a person. After you know, obviously, like I spoke about, going from a person who wanted to end his own life to now understanding how beautiful life is, I've always been the person to appreciate things. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I'm doing this video because, or this podcast, because I hope that my story could help people that are going through the same thing that I went through. But so now I'm on the other side where I appreciate life so much. So every single moment that I get to appreciate life, I do it. But yeah you know it, 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 this has made me appreciate even more little things that i've forgotten you know and that's one of the reasons why i think we wanted to do this podcast also to talk a little bit about my entrepreneurship and that's because i want to build my business because i appreciate so many moments in life you know where i want to appreciate more moments in life and um, and um that's one of the reasons why I want to, you know, build my business is to be able to have more time to spend with my family and friends and stuff. So
1: yeah, and tell the listeners about your business and how you started it. I know when I mentioned you were an entrepreneur from an early age, I remember you telling me, you know, when you were young, you were mowing people's lawns and doing landscape. And you're like, why didn't I just, you know, buy a bunch of lawn equipment and start my own business and do all these things you know i mean you were you were you figured out how to make money and how to have your own kind of like little little business when you're a kid but tell us about kind of your um what you're focusing on right now
0: yeah so like i said you know when i was growing up you know my mom had to work two jobs to keep a roof over our heads so if I wanted something as a kid, I had to go out and get it. So what I did, you know, I wish I was snow, you know, rake leaves, cut grass, um, all that good stuff to make some extra money. And um, I just wish I had someone in my life, you know, to, to teach me about entrepreneurship. So what happened was, as I was growing up and I saw my dad working so much and not have time for us and, and watching my mom work two jobs and not have time for us, You know, as I grew up and I started understanding that what I was missing out on, I always dreamt if I one day have a family, I don't want to miss out on all these things, you know, with my my kids. I don't want to be, I don't want them to miss out with me. So I got to a point where I said there had to be a better way to the way my parents were doing things. So I started reading a lot and I started learning about entrepreneurship and, and um about about learning how to buy time for myself so that i can have time you know for my kids and i i read a couple books and one thing that i learned was that you gotta you gotta make your money work for you because the more you make your money work for you 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 don't have to be at a job to to make money so if my money's working for me, then I have more time for my family. So I started a party rental company and I started buying a bunch of things that I could rent out to, to parties. Not only that, but I love spending time with my family and friends and celebrating life. So this party kind of, I like to help people celebrate you're, you're their Very life. social. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so so I got a party planning business and what I do is I rent out stuff for people's parties so I go drop it off and then I come home and spend time with my family and you know and and I don't have to be working the weekends my stuff is you know out at the parties
1: it's doing your job for you kind of
0: doing my job for me and um so I get to spend a little more time with my family and friends you know and and stuff but I think what I'm trying to say by this is I've learned and I'm trying to build my business to the point where what I've learned about having your money work for you, um, so I could spend more time to enjoy life is what I'm trying to say is what I'm doing. And
1: and it's something I know you said you were teaching your daughter is, yeah, I mean, sometimes when you get together with friends, all they're talking about is work. You know, I think when people are working their life away, they miss out on that really important element that makes them human we call it white space when we're working all the time we have no time for our family our friends ourselves and then we forget about who we are you know we forget what our hobbies used to be or what we like to do and then we get so focused on work that that becomes just our life so i know you've talked to your daughter about this and just telling her that you don't have to work your life away find something that you're good at find something that you're passionate about and yeah when you can use that money when money buys you time that's so important
0: yeah yeah so just a little thing to add to that because of how my life has been I've been able to spend so much time with my kids you know and really be uh a positive person in their life, be a person present in their life, unlike my parents. So my kids are doing well. You know, I spend, my son is um, a soccer player and you know, he's only 10 years old, but he he enjoys to play soccer. So I take him to play soccer and he really aspires to be a soccer player. Now my daughter on the other hand is very smart. She's going to school, she's getting the education. She really likes to focus on school. She's doing well. You know, and and now she's in high school, but she already knows she wants to be a doctor. So one day we're talking and I'm like, Ma, I told my daughter, I'm like, I know you're going to achieve what you want to achieve. You have that drive and you're going to achieve being a doctor. I know it for a fact because I could see that you work hard in school. But I, I always go back to the point where I tell her, but you have to learn one day to make your money work for you. So I want you to go to school. I want you to be a doctor, but I want you to save. It's very important that you save. And this is one key factor is that if you save and one day you invest your money so that it could work for you, you're gonna have more time to enjoy life. And we're not really taught that at schools. We're not really taught that in life. You know, a lot of times we're just taught to work hard, to work hard, to work hard. And that from all the books I've read, I understood you got to work smarter, not harder. And you got to make your money work for you. Now, a lot of times, if you see a person not working hard, you may think that person is lazy. But if your money is working hard for you instead of you working hard, you really, the way I look at it, you're being more smart about it and and people don't realize that i think when a lot of people when i just like you said when i go to gatherings and people like to talk about their jobs i think that that gives them a a, um sense of accomplishment because i think people have to know that you that you work hard that you're a hard worker and not saying that if your money is going to be working for you, that you're not going to work hard. You're probably going to work twice as hard, but you're going to work a little smarter because a lot of times your money is going to be working for you. And I think I I like to tell my daughter, life is to be enjoyed. You're going to have things that you enjoy. You're going to love going to vacations. You're going to love spending time with friends and family. And if you focus your whole life on work, you're not going to be able to do those things. And so at the end of your life, you're going to be like, Gosh, you know, I really didn't enjoy my life. I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done this more. But if I could teach my daughter, work hard at the beginning, save some money. So one day you invest it right so that it could generate your income so that you go free up your time and you could do the things you love. You're going to see life is so much more better. And that's the one thing that I always reflect on is that I didn't have someone telling me those things. That's why I didn't build my business so much earlier. But it's okay because I had to go through those things to learn these things now. Just like I had to go through the tough times in my life to be able to be so much better as a dad right now. So
1: yeah, and you learn those things, so now you can kind of give to others. You know, yeah, you said yeah, you didn't have yeah. anyone there in your life that was kind of coaching you. Yeah. So now you can be that person for people that you know maybe are you know having issues with depression or thinking about suicide or kids that have no kind of help in directing them to a positive future. And I think we can all kind of pay it forward. We have people in our life who have helped us. So let's focus on kind of paying it forward. You know, No one wants to see anyone fail at anything. We want to lift everyone else up. Unfortunately, we we have a very competitive world, um, but I don't think it needs to be that way. I think we can come together and support each other and I think this is a perfect lead-in to telling the listeners, I know you have, you know, ambitions to write your own book and tell your story and kind of share, you know, this kind of positive light with so many people. Um, but tell people about your five F's that you talk about a lot.
0: Yeah, well, so I always talk about the five F's in my life, you know, and one of the the first one that's always been faith. You know, I have a lot of faith in God because if it wasn't for God, I don't think I'd be here today. And I wouldn't be able to understand how all those tough times that I went through have made me get to my point. Another thing, the very important thing in my life is family and friends. Most importantly is family and then, you know, friends. I I really enjoy to spend time with my family and friends. Third F that we have in our life is our finances. We have a, we have to have our finances, you know, because that's part of everyday life. The other one is um, that I discovered from you is you got to be healthy. And I put the F that I use for health is fitness because, you know, you live your life eating whatever and stuff like that, and you start getting older and you start seeing the side effects of what what you've eaten and all that stuff and you came into my life at a perfect time because you showed me about about eating healthier and about being fit you know you you know your guys um business talks about eat sleep and move you know and that's one thing that i've learned a lot from you is to eat a little more healthier, drink more water and, and move. You know, that's why I started going to the gym a lot more since I've met you, because I want to be able to live a healthier life to be around for my family a lot longer. And then the final one is what you talk about is free space or white space. But for me, it's um, free time Or. I need to have a little more free time to enjoy the stuff that I that I love. So how do I create free time? Through my finances, through making my money work for me so I could have a little more free time so I could go to the gym more, so I could be healthier or, or spend more time with my family or friends. Because life is about to... For me, life is to find happiness, you know, to find happiness, find the stuff that you enjoy that give you that happiness. Because we can't live life miserable. We can't live these times miserable. We got to make the most out of COVID. We got to make the most out of whatever COVID is throwing at you. I know it may sound tough. Some people have lost their family members and that's the toughest thing to go through, but you still have to come out on top. You can't let that bring you down. So, and I've always envisioned writing this book because what you said you have to help others you have to pay it forward i've learned all these things in life and i've become such a positive person and come out on top of so many hard things in my life and i can't just keep that for myself god put me on this earth for a reason not just to be selfish and keep these things for me i have to pay it forward i have to give back to because there's so many people suffering in this world, and it would be so selfish for me not to be able to help the people that are going through stuff that I've been through, and not help them overcome those things.
1: Exactly. So you, have a, my, yeah. you have a yeah. You have a responsibility to share. Yeah, and so I, think I those want
0: to hope. Go ahead.
1: I think those five F- Fs all play on each other, though, because if you're healthier and your fitness is better, you're going to have more energy for the time, for your time, right? So maybe your time is going to be a lot more productive. You feel better. I mean, if you don't feel good and you sit at your desk, there's no way you can be productive for 10 hours straight. If you're not drinking any water, I mean, it's it all kind of goes together. And I think sometimes we don't realize it. But yeah, I mean, we have a responsibility to kind of share this message. My dad tells us as a team all the time is, you know, we were here for a reason. You know, let's not keep all this nutrition knowledge and all this health knowledge to ourselves. Let's get it out there and let's find a way to get it out there because people need to hear this stuff. Now, I know we talk about even yeah. the Hispanic community. They, they need, you know, they need some Education around health, and I know that's one of our things we're gonna hopefully do when you're um, doing your party business and you're having a venue at one point where we can actually educate, you know, this group of people. But as we kind of wrap up, um, why don't you share with the listeners? This is just a question I'm um, interested in what you have to say. If money weren't an issue, if finances weren't an issue, um, what would your dream job be? What would you be doing?
0: Um, you never, I I never really put much thought into that, but I think what I've gotten the most out of in life is helping others. I've served in my church for many years and if money wasn't an issue, I'd just be serving God, you know, and, and helping people because when I was in church and I was serving God, before I had to focus more on my family and I had to work to provide for my family, whether it's my job or my business. I think um, the most pleasure that I get out of life is when somebody comes into my life and speaks to me about their problems and I could tell them my story and, and hopefully that they could overcome their hardships. And so my, if money wasn't an issue, I'd just be in my church serving God, you know, and because I get the most joy out of helping people and I think that's why I'm here. It doesn't just have to be in the church. I just want to share my story. That's what I want to write in my book. I just want to share my story. I want to help people that are going through hard things. That's always I've always felt that was my calling to help people and I couldn't help people if I didn't go through what I went through. So I know there's a reason for me going through what I went through. So for me, it's just helping others.
1: That's amazing. Whatever, right? and, and I know, and I think that can look different for everyone. I mean, you want to help people. There's a lot of different yeah. ways you can do that. And it starts with kind of, yeah, you know, being supportive and just being there too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, I think it'll be going, it could look different for others, you know. There's so many ways to help people, you know. But I think the most beautiful thing that you see on TV, sometimes we see all the hard stuff going on 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 the TV, you know, shutdowns and, you know, and violence and all that stuff. But. You know, TV for some reason doesn't do a good job on showing the good things that people right. are doing. You know, and there's a lot of people working in the hospitals helping the sick. There's so many people helping the hungry. We don't see that as much in TV, and and um, I think there's many ways you could help. But I think the best thing in the world that I've heard is leave the world better than the way you found it and i think if you go out there and help people you feel so much better about yourself you know and you help others but you will feel better about yourself if you're down you went through some tough times and you're down and you go out and help somebody you're gonna feel so much better that will help you in an emotional way and it'll get you through your hard times so
1: i love that see i that's why i wanted to have you here just to kind of shed some light, lift people up. And I think that's kind of a good place to end. I know we'll be having you back because I feel like we could talk forever. And then when we do have you back, you're going yeah. to share what you're going to title your, um, your new book. So I'm holding you to that. Um, but tell the listeners if they want to find out more information, um, about you, where should they go?
0: Yeah, right now, like I said, I'm. Um I'm barely starting on my business I'm barely starting on this is my first first podcast, so I'm not a personality out there you know I'm not the, you know I'm not a person that that's exposing myself yet to all this stuff this first podcast I had but if you know if anybody heard my message and anybody ever wanted to get in contact with me, I do have on Facebook you know kane sanchez um Facebook for slash Kane Sanchez and you could find me in my Facebook and I will love to hear you know people's feedback on this if or if somebody's going through something and want want to talk to me I'm more open to talk to people so you know but you never know with your help I think this is the first step to me getting to the point because you've said you want to help me and getting to the point where I start doing podcasts and start sharing my story you know, so maybe one day I'll be a, a personality out there, you know, a person who oh, will start a podcast. Sir.
1: I don't worry about you. I have high hopes for you. And I think you are a total natural podcaster. So next time I may yeah. be on your show, I'm going to include in the show notes. I'll include a link to your Facebook page. If anyone wants to comment, you can You'll you can look for... Um, Kane. will probably share this episode on his Facebook. So... Yep. Tell us what you think. Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. Um, But I can't thank you for just sharing your words of wisdom and a little bit of hope and positivity right now. It's always a pleasure talking with you and you're such a breath of fresh air. And um, I can't wait for our next conversation. So thank you again for coming on.
0: Oh, no problem. Thank you, Crystal, for having me.
1: Bye.